This is Creating Consciousness, a podcast reflecting back to you the energies of your subconscious through tarot, channeling, and spiritual guidance. I'm Rebecca Weirman, intuitive, spiritual coach, and energy worker. You found this podcast because it's the next step in your healing journey. Together, we will explore the depths of your subconscious to awaken and welcome this consciousness. Conscious Creators, welcome back to Creating Consciousness. Uh, Rebecca, it's Friday. New episodes are released every Thursday. Yeah, I know. That means today you're getting a bonus episode. And who doesn't love a bonus? Like the bonus Jonas, Frankie Jonas, might be my favorite Jonas brother. Okay, anyway, uh, Nikki D'Ambrosio is back. If you haven't listened to yesterday's episode all about astrogeography and astrocartography, planetary hours, and self-devotion, so go check that out because Nikki really dives deep. She shares her heart, her passions, and explains to us how astrogeography is just as important as any other meaning-making system like human design or astrology. Astrogeography is your energy in alignment with the world map and allows you to determine what places in the world might be more supportive based on different energies. It's fascinating. But today, Nikki is back to provide a special Creating Consciousness listener with a reading. That's right. One of you, a Creating Consciousness listener, is getting read by Nikki on the podcast. Wild. I know. I do want to let you know that there are going to be so many more opportunities for listeners to get readings on the podcast, whether they're readings from me or from other intuitives, practitioners, and healers. And in order to be the first to find out and to enter these giveaways to win free readings on the podcast, you have to be subscribed to my email list. The email list hears about everything first, and they get codes and discounts and insider access to all things this consciousness and creating consciousness. So if you want to join in on the fun, head to my email list. You can find the link in the show notes. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, click that little I for information. It will take you to the show notes. Or if you click on the episode and scroll down, you'll be able to see the show notes as well. Or of course, head to thisconsciousness.com slash blog and you will see all the show notes there as well. And that's how you'll be able to join my email list to win a reading on the podcast. But today, I'm really grateful for Ashley Reimer, who was the winner of this giveaway. And I just want to thank her for being so vulnerable and showing up in this space, doing something different, and just being so open to receiving the wisdom that Nikki was channeling. I hope you enjoy. And I also recommend pulling up your charts before 
this episode begins, you can visit astro.com to get your astro geography chart and perhaps follow along with the lines Nikki is talking about so you can kind of find those places in your chart without uh, taking in all of Ashley's information and using that more so as a guide for you. And of course, really the easiest thing to do is to just book a session with Nikki so you can have that one-on-one time with her to really dive into your charts. Okay, without further ado, I'm going to pass it on over to Nikki and Ashley. Nikki, Ashley, welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. Super, super excited. (laughs) So happy you both are here. Nikki, we asked you last time about your spiritual identity. And so I don't want to go back into that. If people want to hear it, they can go listen to the episode before this one. But Ashley, I want to know a little bit more about your spiritual identity. Tell us about you. Give us your big three zodiac, your human design, whichever you feel called to share. Yeah, that was an interesting question. I kind of had to think about it a little bit. I don't have a lot of kind of labels that I go with. I know I'm a Pisces. Um, If I understand my chart right, I'm a Pisces rising and moon and sun. (laughs) I think I'm all. Wow. Yes. Yeah, I've had a chart reading long, long, long time ago. So I don't really understand that part too much, but it's interesting. And what I really wanted to share was my shamanic medicine name since I'm studying shamanic medicine. And it's something I'm trying to learn to accept and uh, get comfortable with. So um, my shamanic medicine name is Eagle Dances Light. That's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Chills. It's really beautiful. And thank you for sharing that because that's so different and so unique to like anything that has been shared in the spiritual identity introduction portion of the podcast. So thank you for for expanding us. Thanks for asking. Yeah. So I want to turn over the reins to Nikki. But just before I do that, I'm curious, what prompted you to want this astro geography reading today? Yeah, I feel like the universe just heard my question and my ask. Um, I've never really felt like I belong where I was born and where I live. It's a very conservative traditional kind of farming and oil background and I'm kind of the exact opposite so all into the environment and protection of the land and the animals and spirituality and so I just never felt I belonged and there's a lot of racism and it's it's kind of a difficult place especially right now Um, and so going for walks with my husband we'd have these conversations of like where do we belong? Where would we feel like we really uh, should be living our life? And I would literally say on these walks to the universe, where do we belong? (laughs) And then this came up and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I need to do this. Even if I didn't win, I was like this, I've never heard of this before. It's so cool. (laughs) It's funny how astro geography does that. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. That's so beautiful and that like makes my heart so happy because it's I think Rebecca and I both like we've had that moment where we're like where do we belong and we like look up all this stuff trying to give meaning to it 
and astrogeography is that thing that I was like oh okay like that makes sense why growing up I never really feel like I fit in but then you know one time in high school I went to California and I was like whoa like this is it I love it here and like I can name why that is so hopefully this reading today will be illuminating and give you some clarity and just like help validate what you've been feeling your whole life because I think a lot of times we feel these things and we don't want to trust them but to just be able to put a name on it like it's so powerful and sort of like helps us to be like okay this is where we are this is what we're working with and this is how we can move forward yeah yeah and I feel like there's a lot of lessons to learn right like our experiences they teach us a lot about dealing with people that are not like us and how to be tolerant and open-minded and so I always try to put kind of a positive spin on it but very interested to see what what comes out of this reading enjoy your reading Ashley and I will see you guys at the end amazing cool so I know you um said you're not super familiar with astrology, this is much different than your natal chart. Yeah, it still uses the planets and the angles and a lot of the things that you see in your natal chart. But as you can see, it looks very different. Lots of colors, lots of lines, (laughs) kind of overwhelming, but we're going to break it down. So hopefully it won't be super, super wild. Um, And I think it'll really bring a lot of clarity and just you know, things make sense. (laughs) So we're gonna start, I always like starting with where you're born, because that sort of shows your like true essence. It's kind of these lessons that we have throughout our lifetime. Um, Even if you were just born in a place and your family moved the day after, the energy surrounding where you were born is really potent. And it's kind of just something that you're like, always going to have with you. So if we zoom in, you see a lot of lines going on. So oftentimes you'll see either no lines or like one line or there's like a lot together. I always say when there's a lot of lines sort of together, this feels different for everyone. For me, it kind of feels like I'm being pulled in many directions, kind of chaotic. Um, But here, as you can see, there's two like main lines that your hometown sort of situated in between. Um, each line has an orb of influence from 700 miles to the east and west of each line. So the further away you get from a line, obviously, the less strong the energy is, the closer it is, the stronger that energy is. So I like to break it down from each line, just because it can be kind of overwhelming to like, look at all the lines, the whole and like, see how the planets interact with one another and a lot of times like I can tell you this stuff but only you know your lived experience so with astrogeography like take what you know the archetypes of the planets are take what I say and then sort of like apply it to yourself so if I say oh this random place has the energy that you're going to meet your like soul family and like have this big community but you go and you're like oh I don't really feel that way literally in one ear out the other take it with a grain of salt listen to your intuition above all this is just a tool to sort of like be a lens to see things a little bit more clearly and maybe in a different way so let's get started with the lines we're going to start with this black one on the right that's the moon's node ascendant line moon's node is 
kind of this line of fate bringing you to your higher purpose. So with this being near where you were born, I really get that there's like a really strong soul purpose in this lifetime. And your journey might feel a little all over the place and like it doesn't make sense. And like maybe you don't know where you're going, but you have these certain callings throughout your life to sort of like do something and you're like, I don't know, like I'm just gonna study this or I'm gonna move here or I'm gonna meet this person. And it's kind of these like little synchronous events that happen. And it's on the angle of the ascendant. The ascendant is all about our identity, how we view the world, how others view us. So again, with it being near where you're born, there's kind of this like theme of exploration of yourself. So throughout your whole entire life, it's kind of like you're on this journey to like know who you are, like not just like you in the spacesuit, but like who your soul is and what they incarnated, incarnated in this life to be. So this line, I love it. I think it's beautiful. It can definitely like be kind of tricky sometimes. It can be kind of heavy because you're like, oh my God, like it's soul work. It's like, dang like yeah we all came here to do something but there's like this like deeper higher purpose almost and with the moon's node lines if for those that are familiar with um your natal chart it's kind of like the north node south node so I always like to look at the opposite angle for the opposite of the ascendant it is the descendant that's all about your relationships so with this I get there's a lot of healing to be done around relationships Um, so there may be throughout your life, like it doesn't just have to be romantic partnerships, but any one-to-one relationship, business, friendships, family, um, any of that stuff where you're kind of just like one-on-one with something, there is a lot of healing to be done. So that might look like maybe just like not great experiences that like taught you a really important lesson and brought you back home to yourself. Um, so it can look like, again, different for everyone. When I'm like, tr- I lived on this line for a few months earlier this year. And that looked like, you know, having a few partners who were not that available and like really triggered me, but really pushed me to like put myself first and to be like, okay, Nikki, what do you want? Um, so I see this mm-hmm. being like, it could be a theme in your life, or maybe you just notice like, oh, relationships like people in my life sort of serve as like a catalyst and like push me to this next evolution we also have this other black line to the left which is chiron on the ic this is what i was really interested in because chiron is known as a wounded healer and it is where like our deepest wounds are sort of shown but once we heal those we can help heal others and this the ic is the angle of home and family So I get your home and family and like your inner world, it's going to like be really hard and there's going to be a lot of wounds around there, but that's going to point you in the direction of how you can help heal this world. So things might come up with your family or your like home or, you know, the community that you lived around or even just like the inner depths of your being, like your inner world. and there's just a lot of like shadow work, a lot of healing, a lot of sort of like peeling back the layers. And again, deep soul work, like this is like, it's work. Um, So Mm -hmm. I get it might not be the easiest. But 
I think you know that it's for a higher purpose. And like you said before, like, even though your hometown is maybe not the most aligned with who you are, there is a lot of room for like healing and growth and just like, okay, how can I take my ego out of this and like just be a loving, compassionate human being? How does that land so far? <laughs> I think I'm almost holding back the tears right now. Oh. Yeah, it really definitely, it really resonates, yeah. I think. Mm, yeah, I don't know what to say. It's, yeah. it's hitting, it's hitting deep yeah, for good. sure. Good, I'm really happy to hear that. Um, there's more we can go into, so just wait. But I'm happy to hear that it resonates. <laughs> it's always, it's weird because I like know this stuff and it makes sense to me, but like to have that, like reassurance that okay I'm not just like talking randomly about these random things but you know it's nice to have someone like I'm a stranger I don't know you but to I can sort of like understand in a way like this experience and hopefully provide you tools to sort of like ease that and like support you the best while you're still there so mm -hmm. keep going on into the line we're going to stay around with your hometown because Edmonton, which is where you're living now, that's very close. So the energy, it might feel a little bit different, but it's going to be pretty much the same, um, like similar energy, similar lessons. I will say in Edmonton, you see there's this crossing of the Chiron Ascendant and Moon or Chiron on the IC and then Moon Ascendant, wherever there's mm -hmm. a crossing that energy gets like super potent and it'll like it'll go around so that's right on the same line as Edmonton so I see there's like a, a strong like almost vortex of energy with this crossing of Chiron which is what I just talked about and then the moon ascendant moon is healing nurturing caring you think of this like motherly yin energy and it's on the ascendant so that's how others view you so I see there's this duality between, you know, a lot of healing coming up in your inner world and healing coming up with your home and family and like, just things keep happening. And you're like, well, I guess I'm gonna have to get my journal out again. Let me go call my therapist. But then on this outer world, people sort of like come to you for that healing and nurturing and they're coming to you for, you know, to be like cared for. So it's like, it's hard because it's like this face that you put out into the world is this nurturing loving forming presence and people come to that but it's almost like oh wait I need to like tend to myself first and I need to make sure that my own cup is filled up um so I get that that energy could be a little bit stronger around there and it could be kind of hard you know if you don't fill your own cup up you can't serve others like if you're not feeling full in yourself you're not going to be able to give that like nurturing loving energy that people see you and like they come to you for um so it's it's definitely hard and especially with all the Pisces energy in your chart like Pisces I feel for you I, Pisces is like the most just a little Pisces rundown Pisces is one of the most like spiritually sensitive signs um, so I really see it as like an open channel to the divine. So it's almost like they're hypersensitive to the entire, like their immediate surroundings, like other people also like all of the like spirits 
and all the metaphysical things. So life is a lot more difficult for them because they're just channeling so much all the time that it can be really hard. Um, so I really get there's like difficult, like it's not always comfortable and it, it feels heavy. Um, and it can lean towards being like, just exhausting, you know, like spiritually and mentally and physically exhausting. Um, I think support for this can look like, you know, really having strong self-care practices. And I know like self-care is such like a cliche. Oh my God, like I'm going to self-care Sunday. I mean, I'm a self-care queen, but it's having those practices that you really like live and breathe by that keep you centered and keep you sort of like, at your equilibrium because when you're off balance it can be really hard to juggle all of this so moving on from that we're gonna go to a little bit lighter energy because we like that and you have some really supportive energy from all of this maybe heaviness like all this energy that i've talked about even though it can be heavy and it can be difficult it is it is beautiful like it is really beautiful and even though it's hard it's kind of like you have to like move through the dark in order to get to the light, you know? So moving on, you have this orange line. This is your sun ascendant. So this is beautiful that you have support from the sun because the sun illuminates you. It's where you're seen as charismatic and creative. And really, I think of the sun, like think when you're sunbathing and you're just like completely like warmed up and like filled up and you feel very fulfilled. This is where people see you for your own light. So you have support in this. And there's a lot of, most of these lines are on the ascendant. So there's a lot of like identity talk and a lot of like figuring out who you are. And you may go through different like phases or seasons or just evolutions of yourself. Let yourself change. Literally like let yourself change every single day and do not try and just pick one thing and cling on to it, um, which I know is difficult because we're humans and we like to pick one thing and categorize ourselves. Um, but with this, like your life and life and everyone's life is just about letting ourselves be butterflies and like go through metamorphosis and like the death rebirth cycle constantly. So you do have a lot of support from the sun. Um, it's sort of like warming everything up and giving you like that zest and that like masculine fire energy to sort of like, you know, push through and just like get through it. You also on the flip side, a little bit further away, you have this lime green line that's Mercury on the ascendant. Mercury is a social butterfly. Mercury is a little bit all over the place, very fun, useful, energetic really great at communicating. Um, people are drawn to you because you bring a sort of like zest for life. And it's like this excitement. And with Mercury, it's sometimes like you need mental stimulation. Sometimes you could get a little bit bored, like you like to be doing all these things at once. Um, so again, like, let yourself do all the things, let yourself be all the things like do not hold yourself back. I think with the like deep work of this moon snow line and the moon line and the Chiron line, it's important also to like practice play and to bring in things just because they're fun and because they're exciting and because you enjoy doing them. Like 
not everything has to be so serious. And I say that as a reminder for myself too, because I like to take myself too seriously. Um, you know, I just think everything's like a big deal. And I'm like, no, like it has to have this like big existential meaning. I'm like, no, like sometimes I just want to go out and go dance and that's okay. Um, and I think like bringing in that youthful energy, like tapping into Mercury and the sun will really help support you and like bring a little bit of light to the situation. Um, do you have any comments, questions? We can keep moving along. How are you feeling? What is the word for like deeper than validation? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> just everything that you're saying it's it's just like a deeper form of validation of what I've always kind of felt and wondered about and I think what has led me towards doing some of the things that I've been starting to do like shamanic medicine and womb coaching when you talked about that like motherly energy I've been getting into into womb coaching and like you know divine femininity and all of this and so it's interesting it's very interesting yeah this is very especially with that energy of the moon very divine feminine very yin um a lot slower moving there's not as much besides that sun and like mercury which or further away so you're not going to feel them as strongly there's not that much like really masculine energy so I do see this as like very like slow and peaceful and like just more in the flow of things and really like healing and feeling and like connecting to your intuition. So I love that that aligns and it makes complete sense. Um, is there anything that you feel like you need support from? Like just like in your life now, because maybe I can look at these lines and give you a little bit of like suggestions on how you could like bring in and like work with these energies better, like with more ease. I think where I tend to struggle is with that, that overwhelming that happens when I am, when I'm not always taking care of myself and I'm not always kind of cleansing my energy and getting, keeping myself grounded. And then it's very easy to get overwhelmed by all the like political and spiritual and interpersonal things that are happening in these areas. It's very disheartening and it's very heavy and it's, it's very sad sometimes. And so it really gets to you when you're out there day to day on the street, trying to, you know, contain yourself and protect yourself. Yeah, yeah, I imagine it's really hard. But also the work you're doing, like, it's so important, and it's so needed. And I guess, sometimes like that's a sacrifice that we take. But I do think, like I said earlier, like having your self care practices, but also knowing that, you don't have to change the entire world. Like you are just one person. And sometimes it's better to have a deeper, greater impact with one person than it is to reach millions of people. You know what I mean? Like sometimes all it takes is just changing one person's life. And that like, that is good enough because it's hard enough to be a human. Like it is hard enough to like be in this life, in this body, like dealing with everything that is going on like it's really difficult so I think you know I expect too much for myself and I know that and again like I remind myself like I don't have to have a bajillion followers on Instagram and like reach every single person but if I can just connect like deeply to like my small community around me or to one person or to like a hundred people like that is good enough because when you are like 
putting your heart and your soul out into the world, like with that intention to heal and to help. Um, I think that intention alone is like life changing. And that's more than a lot of people do. So I think just remembering that we're just like one single person. And I know it's hard and it's easy to forget that. Um, But I think also like keep doing what you're doing. Like what it sounds like what you're doing is really beautiful and really amazing. And, you know, just having systems and practices in place to like support that and to really like fill your cup up, um, that could be really beneficial. Okie doke. So now let's go. I'm going to pull up. Um, okay, we're going to look. Let's go to Europe because I love Europe and Europe is fun and you have great lines through Europe. Okay, so we start with, um, we can start with New Zealand, or that's not Europe, Iceland, sorry. <laughs> um, you have really great career lines. So I really love this for you. Um, another thing that I wanted to note about astrogeography, you do not have to travel to bring in the energy of astrogeography. Like you don't even have to leave your couch. One thing that I really love doing is you can call in the energy. So say you wanted to call in the energy of Iceland, you could simply just put a picture of Iceland as your screensaver on your computer. And that alone will bring in the energy or say you have a really beautiful line through Paris, you can eat a croissant and drink a cappuccino and like listen to that kind of music. Um, or I know my teacher says that she has lines through Morocco and India. So she decorates her house with Moroccan rugs and uses Indian spices. So those are all like little ways. It's really just about being intentional. So, you know, the world is weird right now and travel is really weird. So the likelihood of us like traveling to all the, or like moving to all these places is kind of low. Like it's, it's difficult. Um, but that doesn't mean that you can't bring in that energy to support you. So um, this orange line, again, it's the sun. And this time it's on the midheaven. The midheaven is the line of career. This is actually a line known for fame. Um, this is where you're really seen for what you do. It's where you are just kind of on the pedestal, like doing your own thing. And people really, they see you and respect you for it. You also have support from this black line, which is the moon's note on the midheaven. So that line that we were talking about earlier, they bring you to your higher purpose. And this is in relation to career. So this could look like you go and you meet someone who is like a future business partner or someone who introduces you to someone who like, becomes an investor in something that you're doing. Um, so really great career lines, like all through Europe, really, you have like fantastic career lines. Um, so another thing that this could look like, say if you couldn't travel there, or you like didn't want to move there, you could do business there. So say if you had like I don't know if you were writing a book and you had a like publisher in one of these places to bring in that energy. So like a publisher in Iceland, I don't know. Um, so little things like that, that's really amazing. And then we go into, I know you mentioned Scotland. Um, I'm going to talk about these other lines that are through like 
the mid to Eastern Europe area, because since Europe's so small, like there is going to be influence of these lines. Um, this bright pink line is Jupiter on the midheaven. Jupiter lines are some of the most supportive lines because Jupiter is a planet of expansion. It's a planet of abundance and ease and magnetism and fortune. And again, it's on the MC or the midheaven. So this is where like things just keep popping up and very abundant and magnetic. And you also have support from this darker green line, which is Venus on the midheaven. Venus is a planet of love, beauty, harmony. This is where your career will feel beautiful and luxurious. And there's just a really sense of like ease and it's divine feminine in the way of like really being connected to like the senses and pleasure and like just like receiving mode. Um, so you have this influence like through Scotland, especially of the Jupiter line. Um, but really like all of Europe, pretty much like super duper supportive, um, specifically for career. Yes. So another thing this could look like, maybe you, I don't know, wanted to take like a sabbatical and wanted to take six months off. Europe could be a really cool place to go and like kind of bounce around and see, you know, who you meet and maybe you'll get inspired. Maybe you'll have a new idea or maybe you want to work on a project that you just like haven't been able to do. Like it just felt too heavy. This could be a really supportive place to like have ease, but also like have this support and magnetism within your career. Um, going a little bit more to the East, you also have this lime green line, which is Mercury on the Descendant. Um, again, Mercury is the planet of communication. The Descendant is all about our relationships. This is a great place to build a business and to have a good team because your interpersonal relationships will be super strong. Um, and there's like a recreational feeling almost of like, you think of like having a team and that camaraderie that comes from like a sports team that can come up on this Mercury Descendant line. So that's really fun and exciting. And I love that. Um, I won't go into the other lines, but ultimately like all through here, like both Scotland and Iceland, very great. Um, and then if we go down, so there's no lines actually through New Zealand, but like I said earlier, there's the influence from about 700 miles to the east and west of this of each line. So you get energy from this bright pink uh, Jupiter on the IC. So this is great to live. I'm not going to lie. This is a really supportive place to live. I see, like I said earlier, it's all about your home and family and like your inner world. Um, and Jupiter is a planet of expansion. So this is where like really great to retire. Um, it's really comfortable and there's like ease and just like, it's like a breath of fresh air and it's within that home and family life. So you think of retiring and like, you just want to like rest and like, I don't know, start gardening and like do what you haven't been able to do when you are working. Um, this is really supportive for that, but like also just really supportive to have that. I don't just ease is the best word that I have, but it's just like, it's a little bit easier here. Um, and you think like how we were talking about where you are now, it can feel a little bit heavy and like it's a lot of work, 
this is a great place to like recharge that energy and to really feel filled up and kind of be like, oh, wait, like things don't have to be so hard. Like things are good. Like it feels nice. Um, so that could be really supportive again, like maybe for a vacation or like an extended, like a three month trip or something like that. Um, or even you just start bringing in that energy by having a picture or, you know, having a vision board and putting a picture of it on there or following people from New Zealand on Instagram, like any little things like that, that could bring support for you in your life right now. Um, another thing, if you like just wanted to completely scratch astro geography and scratch like all the places, you can also bring in the energy of the planet. So you can connect with Jupiter or Venus or the sun or Mars. Um, and you can do this by like understanding the archetypes. There are specific like colors you can wear, like ways of being like with Mars, it's really about action. And, you know, you bring in that Mars energy when you're working out and you're like moving your body and you're like exerting energy. Um, so that's something to think about. We can talk more about that later. And like, if you have questions or like maybe what would be most supportive for you. Um, I do have a freebie that like goes through all the planets and sort of how to harness them. So I can send that over to you after this. Um, do you have any questions or any comments or any places that you're curious about that you didn't mention? I can just look up quickly. Yeah. First of all, this is so neat. Like, wow. Um, we almost moved to Halifax a couple of years ago. And so I'm actually curious about looking at Halifax as well. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Okay, cool. So you have your Pluto descendant line. Pluto lines, I love them. I think as Pluto is a very, like, as 2020 is a very Pluto year. So it's kind of like, shit just keeps hitting the fan, but everything is to help you build a new foundation. So you think of, I don't know if you're familiar with tarot, but the tower part in tarot is very Pluto. It's very much like just transformation and like doing a bunch of shadow work and like, Again, things might be hard, and this is on the descendant, so it's specifically within your relationship. Um, so again, it doesn't have to be bad. It can actually bring some really beautiful transformation into your life, but long term, it can be difficult, especially with relationships. Um, so with that, it's like things just keep happening. Like maybe you keep bickering, or like <laughs> I don't know, things just keep like testing you in a way. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say supportive to live. Um, but again, like really great place to like build a new foundation. So if you were feeling like, I don't know, like you just needed to go deeper for some reason, you like wanted to do some work specifically around relationships with others. Um, this could be a really great place to go and like do some healing work and like really do some work on yourself so that you can show up as a better partner for others. I mean, there's a reason we didn't move there. That's super interesting. <laughs> I love when that happens. Do the circles mean anything? Like, are they uh, intense energy? Usually they're in the middle of the ocean, so I kind of ignore them. But the circles is basically where the energy is most concentrated and most potent. Um, so that'll, so say if you like, you have a couple through Brazil. So if you went there, like this Mercury and Moon Midheaven lines, they would be like super strong and they'd be like really amplified. 
I've personally never traveled or lived on one of the circles. So I have yet to really feel how that feels, but I will report back as soon as I do that. Maybe if I go on a boating trip somewhere and I just happen to be, you know, boating in the middle of the ocean. Um, but yeah, so I don't usually look at them too much. I mean, you can, especially if it's like somewhere near where you live or where you want to travel, but it's nothing to like be worried about or really look into. I also did want to mention, um, you do have these, so we talked a lot about these two lines, the Jupiter and Venus lines. Um, these are on the ascendant. So this is really supportive for identity and for your like essence and for how others view you really supportive lines to live. Um, so if you were wanting to move and like staying in like North America, um, anywhere like through the state up into, let's see, where is this? I don't know my Canadian geography, um, but up like here, um, that could be super supportive. Um, even if you wanted to like travel there, um, you also have this red line, which is Mars on the mid heaven. Again, another good career line. Mars is very ambitious and independent. This is a great place to start new projects and to like get things out into the world. Maybe not super supportive to sustain things. Um, and it could like, Mars is very fiery, could burn out quickly, um, but that's just a could, it's not, it will. Um, but like this energy, if you're looking like somewhere within North America to stay, um, these lines would be lines that I would go towards or even going closer to this sun line that we were talking about earlier, if you wanted to really stay close. Um, but yeah, and again, like, Sometimes all you need is just to like go somewhere for three days and like recharge your batteries and then you feel better and you can go back. So this could even like just give you a little taste into, oh, like where do I want to do my next like long weekend trip or where do I want to like just go for a little bit, see how you feel with all of this, like intuition above all, if you're called to a place, go there regardless of what the energy, if there is a planet near there. Um, if I tell you someplace like, I don't know, Milwaukee and you're like, Milwaukee, like, I don't really have any call to go there. Literally don't listen to me. Like, it's fine. Like maybe one day it'll come into your sphere and you're like, oh, I think I'm going to go to Milwaukee. Um, so like always check in with your intuition and then you can use these tools to sort of like hone that and guide that. So say if you were like going somewhere, you're like, okay, what can I expect? Like, how can I work with this energy? You're not going to go to a Neptune line to like do all of your work unless you're doing healing and like spiritual work. But like Neptune's very spiritual and intuitive. That's a really beautiful line. So like connect to your guides and like heal and go on a retreat. Um, just like Saturn lines, that's all about work and discipline and duty and routine. You're not going to really go there to like have a relaxing vacation because Saturn likes to work and Saturn likes discipline. Saturn doesn't really like laying at the pool all day and not doing anything. So I really use this tool kind of as like a gauge and kind of just a way to sort of like, I don't know, be like, okay, let's see what this is going to be like. Let me see if I can like lean into this energy. And usually it's never let me down thus far. It just helps me to support myself in these places and it helps me to support the energy that's already at play 
so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take, take your time, like let it digest. And I'm always here. Like I always tell all of my clients, like send me an email or a message. And if there's ever like a random place you want me to look up, like I'm always here to like re-clarify. I know a lot of this stuff also when you're just like getting into it, it can be really overwhelming, especially when you don't fully understand the archetypes of the planets and like what everything means. Um, so hopefully what I've said makes sense and hopefully it has brought some clarity and just more validation and, you know, gives you a little bit of insight into what's going on and maybe where you're going to go next. No, it, it definitely, definitely did exceed what I even imagined. Amazing. I love to hear that. Do you have any trip plans coming up or like any places that you want to go or kind of just like waiting, waiting things out? Just, yeah, just waiting. We were planning a trip to Scotland, but we had to cancel it with everything. So no, nothing right now. Now it's just a waiting game. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, I think the, where you are now, like it's still, it's really, it's deep soul work. Maybe not always easy, but it's it's good. It's beautiful work, and it's it's great. But know that there are other places that feel different and that are supportive for other things. And you know, just because you feel this way in this one place does not mean that you feel that way everywhere. So you can definitely bring in the energy of other places to support you, and you know, to bring in a little bit more ease and alignment into your life. Um. So yeah, I'm so happy that we got to do this and I'm really happy that it resonated and let it digest. And like I said, whenever you like have more questions, I'm always happy to connect more and like help you digest all of this information. It's like you're starting to learn a new language. That's literally what astrology is, a different language, which is wild. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I think you'll be hearing from me for sure. This is really fascinating and interesting thank you yeah of course I'm so always so happy to connect especially like with people that aren't super familiar with it it's the best Nikki I have a question for you what would be the most supportive place overall for Ashley thank you for asking that <laughs> oh that's a great question that I hate um so thank you <laughs> you know I figured you might hate it this is what I'm gonna say I don't think that there's just one supportive place because I think that every place is what we make it. Every place there is opportunity for it to support us. Yes, some places might, there might be some more obstacles that might be a little bit more difficult. It might be a little bit more challenging, but we can still work with that energy and we have the capacity within us to make the place that we are at, to make our lives whatever we want it to be. So I never will tell someone one place to go because I think that that's really limiting and that's really restricting. Um, I can tell you, you know, we talked a lot about supportive places for you, Ashley. And I think any of those places that we mentioned, super supportive, super amazing. But when you lean into the energy that is around you, you're going to be supported. So even if that energy is maybe a little bit more stickier, a little bit tougher, you can still lean into it and you're going to be supported by that um, planet and by that energy. And also, I think wherever we are is exactly where we're meant to be. Like, especially just in this moment, like, again, you might move tomorrow, you might move in five years, but there's always lessons to learn where you are. Um, I think 
for me, one of my biggest lessons in life thus far is learning to like really accept my hometown and to like not hate it anymore. Um, for a lot of many years, especially growing up, I hated it. And it's not about like, I love where I grew up. Um, but learning the lessons that it had to teach me made me stronger. And now I no longer feel like I'm running away from a place but rather I'm going towards somewhere, but I know that I always have a home there. That makes sense. So that's my answer. You're welcome. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Nikki. I appreciate you both so much. And Ashley, I hope you receive some clarity. Nikki, you're just fabulous. And it was so wonderful to actually bear witness to this reading. Thank you. Thank you, Ashley, for being so open. Thank you, Rebecca, for having me. This has been so fun. I want to do this all the time, forever and ever. Um, and to any of the listeners, if you're interested in booking a session with me, follow me on Instagram, Naturally Nicoletta. That's also my website. You can book from there. Um, and if you're unsure of what session to book, just ask me. We can schedule a call and talk about it. But I'm always here to support you and everyone. And I'm just grateful to share this medicine with everyone and whoever it is meant to reach, I trust that it will reach. How incredible was that? Oh, I just love hearing other people's readings and I love being able to create a space for people to receive readings. So thank you, Nikki. Thank you, Ashley. And thank you all for being a part of this, for sharing the energy and being supportive in this space for both Nikki, Ashley, and myself. I hope that one day you yourself are able to come onto this podcast to receive a reading as well. So just to remind you, head to the show notes, sign up for the email list, and get added to be a part of giveaways in the future. Go ahead, go follow Nikki at Naturally Nicoletta. I'm on Instagram at this consciousness. I would love to connect with you. And of course, the final reminder, you can still receive a free mini Oracle card reading for me off of the podcast by submitting a five-star rating and review for this podcast and sending me a screenshot on Instagram at this consciousness. As soon as I get that, I'll ask for your consent to read for you, and then I will send you a picture along with several voice memos giving you your reading. I will be doing away with that little freebie and that little giveaway program on September 30th, 2021. After that, there will be a new little freebie for reviews. But if you are really wanting that free mini Oracle card reading for me, get it sent to me before the end of September 2021. I will be back next week with a new episode for you. And of course, remember, you are loved. You are supported. You are divinely guided. And you are creating consciousness. Until next week, conscious creators. Mm -hmm.